With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
sun is shining, the wind is blowing. God has put food on our tables. He's allowed us another one. Any one of them, any one of them, 
uh, could easily hit the earth and destroy this whole. I mean, with, with, with no problem. Count. how things to come just happen. You know, you let some things happen, but there are many extinction events that could take this little third rock from the sun, this little planet that it was out. But our Heavenly Father, the, the preserver of light, light and life, watches over us. God says, Robert, I protect you all there are viruses right in the earth that could wipe out mankind. Allow to do all sorts of things for you all that you all don't even have any idea about. Father, we pause reverently today at this hour, at this season, to say thank you. The Bible says that we are to enter into his gates with thanksgiving to his courts with praise. Father, we are coming before you this morning, glorifying and exalting your most holy name. For those of you that have been worshiping with us here at the Christian Center, uh, you know that we are working on a recent topic entitled From Cowardly to Conqueror. From Cowardly to Conqueror. In other words, you're coming from scared and afraid can't hardly do like you're supposed to do to into your God-ordained position as more than a conqueror. Child of God, you need to understand that the greatest force in creation, the greatest force that exists in all of creation is alive and well. You have no idea of how all she are is in us. God wants when I'm ourselves into himself because in him in himself there is power. In himself there is wisdom. In himself there is this. and this power, this surpassing the Bible calls it a surpassingly great power is alive and well inside of you and I. And if we are obedient to this power, talking about the spirit of the Most High God, we will move from cowardly to conqueror. We will move from wickedness to righteousness. We will move from, from foolishness to wisdom. We will move. God's power has been placed within you. We remain the same and keep doing the same. has placed his power in inside of me, I move destiny and the promised land that God has. And look at character in our outline, Abram, from the Hebrew meaning many or multitude. Abram was number 18, 1, Genesis 12, capital B, most Hebrew words like to draw out from Nile River, even as a baby, he came back. Is laid out and probably and from the Greek meaning stone from the Petros. We looked at Mark chapter 14, verse 11 on yes, 
and it brings us on now uh, uh, 20 years what God has to say. Now, we're talking about all great spirit of God by mission. To the will of God. God wants to move you. If you're not moving in your walk with God, child of God, let me tell you, it's not God's fault. God All right, saints, we had a little technical difficulty, but we are back now in Jesus' name. Now, God wants moving. Moving is about say moving from babes into being mature from reality. 
party. And my and no God. Being only begotten Jesus Christ. That's the God from God. Think when I that are put that Jesus did in the eyesight of God. You never read about Jesus. You never read about Jesus getting drunk down at bar. Jesus is what was pleasing to God. Get into that. To obey learning, not walk flesh, but to walk after the Spirit. We are learning how to obey God. Jesus always obey God. So God is is using the Spirit of Jesus, another name for the Spirit of Christ, to uh, direct you and I and to lead you and I into the character of Jesus. Jesus' character was spotless. You hear people talk about character. Well, character is everything about you. Years ago, God gave me a diagram that we often teach off here at the Christian Center involving character. He started me out with imaginations. and He took me from imaginations to thoughts. He took me to thoughts to actions. He took me to actions to habits, and he took me from habits to behavior or character. So when we talk about character, we're talking about everything about you, everything about me. We're talking about what you imagine. I'm talking about just what you imagine in your mind, what you think about, what you do, what you do on a regular basis. All of these components make up our character. Jesus' character was spotless. His character was flawless. Your character and my character has got some spots. It's got some flaws. Sometimes we don't think what we should think. Sometimes we don't say what we should say. Sometimes we don't do what we should do. Sometimes we got habits that are not pleasing to God. You know, do, do you all know, I know some of you know it, but meeting every day for worship was a habit that the early saints had. Meeting every day. Not meeting on Sunday and Bible study on Wednesday night. It was a habit that the early saints had. And it was a habit that God was pleased with, a habit that caused God to pour out many blessings on the lives of his people. Now, there are some of you all that worship with us on a daily basis. We praise God for you. I understand that because of time, some of you can't be right with us in different things in the room, but, but you are worshiping. You are finding time during the day to hear uh the words of the true and living God. That will bring blessings on your life. Just that right there. Just We're not talking about you got to be all dressed up and you got to do all kind of stuff. Just hearing, because faith comes by hearing. 
Some of you all won't go to church because you feel like you don't have anything to wear. See, that lets me know you don't understand what the purpose of church is. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Positioning yourself to hear God's word will bring blessings in your life. Just positioning yourself now. There are a certain level of blessings that will be on you and that will come to you just by hearing. Now, as you understand God's word and remember God's word and do God's word and share God's word, that will bring further blessings. But just hearing God is a blessing to you and I. Just hearing God, just hearing God, because everybody's not even hearing God. All right? Now, the early saints were meeting on a daily basis. And the Spirit of God instructed through some of the early apostles in, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. He said, let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. Let us not. Now, this was written to a people that were meeting on a daily basis, and the Spirit of God saw it necessary to tell these individuals, don't give up meeting together now. Why? Because some of you that, 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 that are worshiping sporadically with us now, you used to worship uh, daily, and you used to worship regularly. But for whatever reason, the adversary has gotten in, and now your worship is sporadic. You say, Apostle, what he's got in Same with, with some of our exercise programs. Some of us that, that, you know, trying to stay in shape and get in shape, some of us exercising regularly and working out and keeping our bodies fit and keeping our body. Then all of a sudden the adversary get in and be like, man, that's too much work, all this exercising all the time. My knee hurt. My back hurt. Don't exercise. Stop exercising. Then we get in the habit of not exercising, and we watch ourselves go right back to the state or even worse than the end before we even started. So you say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? That doing a good thing is not enough. Continuing to do the good thing is enough. Doing it. Yeah, you're doing it. But the question is, are you going to continue? You, are, you say, Apostle, I'm exercising. Good. May you continue. Oh, Apostle, I'm, I'm, I'm worshiping on a daily basis, studying like the Berean Christians every day. Good. Are you going to continue? So understand, children of God, that, that doing something good or being in the right place is one thing. Staying in the right place or continuing to do something good is a whole other thing. May you continue, child of God, to do the good thing. Some of you all out there under the sound of my voice that were, that were contributors to the ministry financially were doing good. We're doing good for a while. An adversary gets in. So, so, so whatever... You and I are doing that is good, that is pleasing in, in God's sight. Hebrews chapter 10 and 25 can be applied. Let us not give up meeting together. Let us not give up doing that good thing. Some of you all understand my voice. You were studying God's word on a daily basis. Then all of a sudden you got too busy. All of a sudden, you know, the job had more demand. All of a sudden you had, and then all of a sudden you're not. So the adversary's thing is to try and stop you and I from doing a good thing in the first place. We understand that. That's, that's how he works. That's how Satan works. He wants to stop us from doing a good thing in the first place. 
But if he can't stop us from doing a good thing in the first place, we break through and we do the good thing. Now the adversary's role is to try and stop you from continuing to do the good thing. All right? As I've shared with you all many times, you know, getting blessed and staying blessed are two different things. Getting a good house and keeping a good house are two different things. Getting a good car and keeping up with those payments and, and keeping up with your insurance and not wrecking it, and do, that's, those are two different things. Getting a husband or getting a wife and keeping a husband, keeping a wife, they're two different things. We teach you and I the skills that are necessary to get blessed, but he won't be necessary to what? To remain or to stay blessed. God not only wants to teach you and I the skills needed for us to come to on a daily basis, but that are necessary to keep us coming together and staying. You'll be something. You all will start meeting together. You all will start. So whatever good thing you know the Spirit of God has instructed you to do and is instructing you to do, don't give it up. That's a trick of the devil. That's the trick of the devil to get you to give up that good thing. You used to be a faithful member of the church. Uh-uh, uh-uh, wrong answer. Used to be should not be, we should not used to have been anything good. We should still be. We should still be a faithful member of the church. We should still be a faithful contributor. We still be. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. Look at that. Some went from the good habit of meeting daily now habit of not is of your life and my life. You know, great people, most great people in anything in life, they have certain habits that are that are similar. And most people that don't do much or don't do much of anything great or don't do most of them have similar habits. Habits. There are certain habits. It habits. You have habits. From God. I'm flashing something in my spirit now. There's a passage of scripture that says to avoid a chatter. Avoid it. I'm doing the national version. Avoid it. Stay away from it. Don't get involved in it. And the Bible says because those who in Indulge in it or do it um, more and more to do with God. Wait from that. You do become the question you have to ask God.
if I can't don't want to read my book must be done church or a good ministry. There are certain things that must must be done to you don't want you don't want to Man, you can done that will take you to where if you they'll take you away from where God wants you. Don't give up the habit, don't give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. But let us encourage one another. Uh oh. Now you're seeing one of the main reasons why God wants you and I to worship daily and to come together to hear and to hear the word of God and to worship God and to praise God. It encourages us. It encourages us. Each one of us is, is under attack by the adversary in one way or another. We're under the attack individually. We're under attacks in our marriages. We're under attacks in our families. We're under attacks in our churches. We are, each one of us is under the attack of the adversary. God wants us to come together on a regular basis so we can encourage one another, so we can let one another know that you can make it. Let one another know that they know that God has some, that this trial is not, we let courage one and we come to courage one another. The Bible says, and all, meaning the day of the Lord. Jesus, listen, listen out there on the sound of my voice. I'm going to do what you're in. Jesus Christ, not Allah, not, not wrong. Jesus Christ. My, you wanted to say is Christ. Again, if you are not ready for the return of Jesus Christ, and if you are not. For the Lord of Lord in Let's get on. It's a message for this morning. We said we're talking about Peter from on look at chapter twenty on Bible says. Go again. We're together. 
with the door for fear of the Jews. Jesus came among them, said, Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Capital C, specifically about Peter, who was one of these disciples, and our topic remains from cowardly to conqueror. Let us pray. Father, mighty name. Thank you, Father. Reverence, Father, with your You have not thus as our sin. Throughout the earth, for you have told us in your and fervent prayer of a righteous man as much. Father, we are standing in agreement thanking you for your mercy, thanking you for your grace, thanking you for your patience. Father, we know that you could have dealt with us much more harshly, much more severely. You've even told us in your word that if the days, the last days were not cut short, no one would survive. Not even the elect, but sake of, of suffering, the days of tribulation short. Father, we thank you. We pray, Father, that as these words go out into the airwaves and into the various nations around the world, that you, by your power, by your might, by your spirit, will convict and convert sinners by your power, by the Lord and Savior, even close to us, Father. Today, for our hearts and our minds, that we may better understand your good, pleasing, and perfect will, that your name, which is above all other names, will be glorified, honored, and praised. This is our prayer and in the mighty Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen and amen. Here we are, children of God. He said And I don't know where you are, child of God, but that should be encouraging to you as it is encouraging you that just as our Lord Christ and from the dead, you and I shall again and come um, today.
Yep. Why are you saying what is my brother and my people? You'll see. Oh, because of fear. The feet up like.
You see, Apostle, we're trying to get us to understand. Even as Christians, we be doing some stuff God likes, and we be doing some stuff God don't like. Understand that everything you're doing in your life, child of God, everything I'm doing in my life is either something God likes or something God don't like. God likes his people together. First day of the week, God likes us to be together. God likes us to be Christians. God don't like us being afraid, children of God, of nobody. And this is why Jesus, other than him, and this is why Jesus commanded us to fear not him which has the power to kill the body, but after that can do no more. But rather fear the one which after killing the body. The one is capitalized, talking about God. Fear the one which after killing the body has power to cast both soul and body into hell. That's whom to fear. Only one we're supposed to be afraid of is God. And that's reverent, respectful fear of our creator because we understand that it is a dreadful thing or a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Now, these disciples, another thing God said he didn't like, they were in Jerusalem. They were in Jerusalem. Well, you say, Apostle, what, what's the significance there? The instruction was for them to be in Galilee. They were in Jerusalem, locked up for fear of the Jews. Jesus told them that when he rose, before he ever died, that when he rose from the dead on the third day, that they needed to be in Galilee, and he would meet them there. So the disciples were out of place. Say, Apostle, what they got to do with me? God don't like when you're out of place. God don't like when I'm out of place. He like us as Christians to come together. He like us to be Christians. He like us to be, but he don't like us afraid. He don't like us out of place. The Bible says Jesus came and stood among them. Well, we thank God for that. Uh-oh. God said, Robert, deal with that for a little while. Okay. I've never seen this before, and I've been preaching this a good 30 years. God says that, Robert, even though my disciples were out of place, I came and met them there. Child of God, even though at times you and I are out of place, God will meet us there. Even if God will meet you at the club. God will meet you. Meet you at the crack house. Yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. Because God is everywhere at all the same time. And he wants you and I in the proper place. He will meet you in some crazy places in order to bring you to the proper place. He'll meet you in some places that he don't want you to be in to bring you to a place that he wants you to be in. Yeah, Jesus had told his disciples to meet him in Galilee. They were in Jerusalem. Jesus said, let me go to Jerusalem, because that's where they at. He'll meet you in this order to bring you to society. He'll be to wisdom. 
said this. He were over the watch because God said people should not have been overjoyed when they saw the Lord they should have been overjoyed when they heard the Lord Tybalt told his disciples Jesus told his disciples, he knows when Jesus told his disciples that he was going to rise from their bed. Why? Because not lie. God was going to do. The disciples, until they saw him, they were depressed. They were dejected. Their faces were downcast. They was all upset. And see, that's the same thing with a lot of us. Because we haven't believed what God has said, we're experiencing a gamut of emotions that, that, that God never intended. They were overjoyed when they saw. See, some of us under the sun, some of us, some of you all out there, we get excited when we see the check in the mail. Not when God promised us that the check is coming, but when we see the check. Oh, we get excited when we say I do at the altar. Not when God told you that he's sending your husband or he's sending you. See, God us to a place not where we have to see the blessing in, over, in order to become overjoyed. God wants us to a place where we can hear blessing from him that the blessing is coming. And Get over joy. Get you say you are fool if you don't. Word of God, if hearing the word of God excite you on a daily basis, some listen, listen to me, listen out there. Something is wrong with it. God created who is doing all your eternal soul are living if you to me something is wrong. of God's uh, 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 design and plan for your life. God's word is chopped with eternal. God's word. I'm hearing some of you in the spirit. Oh, man, apostle, studying the Bible is boring to me, man. It's boring. Something is wrong with you. Oh. I'm 
And that's what read I'm here What you got better to do than to hear creation to speak? That's that's my question. How has Satan saved you that you think you got something better to do than to hear God? Come on, saints, let's get ready to finish this. Now, now God said Robert Annex that. Because some of them think they got something better to do with their money than to contribute to the work. I ask them how has some of y'all gonna tell you did. I was that's what I that's what I my career for to tell why I am. About the truth, we need to get ready. God's word, Satan has filled your heart. Contribute to the work of God. Filled your heart. Come on, Satan has filled your heart. They saw the Lord. Let us, children of God, stop being overjoyed when we see. Let us start being overjoyed. God said, look, I want some people that's overjoyed when they hear. And Jesus said, I am you. He said, if they are, don't get. Come in, it's a little peace. I'm here. Now, so you can't you lost. Got it. We look always thinking somebody something gonna get you. Oh, and understand.
peace. Peace. God wants you and I, children of God, to have peace. Peace with God and peace with one another. Peace. From cowardly to conqueror. Jesus said, look, I want to take you disciples, as unimpressive as you all may be in the natural, fishermen, tax collectors, got a doctor here, couple of, as unimpressive as you may be in the natural. I'm hearing Jesus say, I want to take and use you to shake up the world. Say, Apostle, what you talking about now? Apostle, what you getting at? Bring it home for us. I want to encourage you, child of God, as unimpressive as we may be in our natural self. God wants to use you and I to shake up the world. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you again today, Father, for your words of wisdom, your words of knowledge, your words of understanding. I pray, Father, that you have been pleased with the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, that they have been acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my God, my strength, and my redeemer. May your people be edified today at the proclamation, the exhortation, the preaching and teaching of your word. May souls be saved today at the self-same word. May souls be edified, uplifted, encouraged today, Father. As your word has gone forth, may it do just as the rains from heaven come down to the earth and do not return back to the heavens until they have fulfilled the purpose in which you have sent them. May your word do the same in the lives of your people. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Let's get three questions, children of God. Just three questions to keep in mind. Um, explain why the disciples were in Jerusalem behind locked doors. Explain why, why. Question two. Give me three things the disciples were doing that God liked and three things the disciples were doing that God did not like. And question number three, what can happen to us as disciples when we are not in place. What can happen to us as disciples when we are not in place? And you can reach us through email at the Christian Center Church at gmail.com. Check our website at www.rchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc 
feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 7 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444 and try D17959. On Spreecast, type in, type in Robert Bryant on YouTube and the Chris and Son Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryant on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you in Jesus' name. Amen. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.